How do we improve creativity in the business leadership context? That is the question that we're going to answer today with our guest, Chai Interakampang. He is a facilitator at SEAC that specializes in helping business leaders improve their creativity and drive their organizations forward. I know him as Charlie. Charlie, thank you so much for taking the time to come down to the studio and talk to me today. Thank you for having me. Charlie, I want to get kind of right into the foundations of this, and I want to ask you how we define creativity in a business leadership context. Well, um, I would say a lot of people, you know, kind of still thinking, still kind of mixing these two things between creativity and innovation. Innovation is something that you actually already come out to the end, you know, something that you, you can use it with. And uh, the customers can use it. The people in the organization can use it. But I would say creativity is more like a, a spark plug okay. of the innovation. So creativity is more like the ability to, to think originally, you know, and come up with uh, all different ideas. So I would say in the business sense is that you are able to, if you want to do something original, on new, you're able to think it out, hmm. you know? So even if, if you want to be innovative, you need the creativity to get you there? Right. You, you, you probably don't need it, you know, in, hmm. in, the, in like a, a, a lot of ways. But I mean, I, I mean you probably don't need it so much when you come out with innovation. But creativity will help it. You help know, at the beginning stage. We'll help at the beginning stage and it will help... Um, you to have uh, more original ideas for your innovation. So without it, you might be kind of okay, yeah. but with it, is it will be exaggerated. You, you'll really have an exceptional outcome, right? Right, right. Or, or you should. <laughs> now <laughs> That's what you're going for. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of times people will correlate creativity with musicians or artists. Right. And it doesn't really get thrown around in the business sense too much, especially right. like if you think about the term creative accounting, that has a very negative <laughs> connotation, right? No one, right. no one wants to talk about creative accounting because it's a bad <laughs> thing. But, but why don't we embrace that language of creativity more in a business context? You know, yeah. wh why do we see that kind of shied away from? Yeah, I think it's because like we, we grow up, you know, and we, we say, oh, this song is so good, it's so creative. The person who wrote it is so creative. Oh, you draw so well, you're so creative. But, but if, if we want to really define it, those abilities that you, you're able to draw well, you know, or play music very well, those are called creative expression. Okay. So, so you, you have the ability to express it in the way that you were thinking of it. Mm. That's, that's creative expression. But creativity um, don't have to limit to all those artistic ability you know you can you can have it in in any way you do you you can you can have it in everyday life you know how you actually um eat you can eat creative way mm. you know you can talk to other people creatively you can send your email creatively so in the business sense you can you can run your business um more creative and so all those things, too. In that sense, then, can we think of yeah. Amazon as the creative expression of Jeff Bezos or yeah. Apple as the creative expression of Steve Jobs? I, I guess we can. I guess we can. And, um, and it's because, you know, the, the spark of that idea, you know, 
lead it to the innovation to to the things that they they're doing now and so it was like like you said music is a creative expression drawing is a creative expression so if we think if we start to reframe our concept of creativity in that expressive way right then we can apply that expression to business or innovation or leadership in a lot of different ways right right like uh you know for example let's go for something small like meeting yeah. you know you you can run meeting in the boring same old way or you will go like okay you know we're gonna we're gonna do new things that nobody has done before mm. in the meeting you know maybe uh we we want uh, the meeting to be more energetic so um We'll do some exercise before we start. That would be a creative meeting. That could be, yeah, it could definitely be a, a very interesting meeting. I, I've, I've been yeah. in meetings where people hold them quite differently. And, it, and a lot of times you do retain a lot more. You get a lot more out of the meeting. Right, right. Now, going back to the, the music and art side of things, right. um, a lot of times we, we think of people as being born with creative mm-hmm. talent, right? And exceptional people <clears throat> born with a, a certain creativity is that the case, or is creativity uh, more of a skill that you can learn, just like you could learn how to write computer code or to mm-hmm. fix a car? Well, I'm, I'm a big believer on nurture okay. you know, um, versus nature. I, I would say we we all born the same way, but maybe the way you were raised, you know, maybe your parents, the way that your parents um, encourage you to think differently, Maybe the culture that you live in, you know, mm. very, very, very value the people who think originally. Mm. Those kind of things actually make the people become more creative. But, but I would say that this thing is not something that okay. Then you were born in this family, then you you are set. You're not gonna be yeah. more, any more creative. I I don't believe that. I think you can build it. So. Now, you talked about like growing up in the community and everything like that. But what about as an adult? If you're uh, a director at a company or mm-hmm. you're an engineer can you improve your creativity skills now yeah you can do it um as long as though as long as you decide to be more creative okay and so you, i mean obviously you have to make that choice right you have the, to make the that same choice. as reading a book you can't read a book if you don't decide to open to the first page right exactly and I, then realize there's nothing on the first page and skip to the second <laughs> <laughs> right and and i'm i'm one of those people who um, when I when I grew up I I, I been you know I, I went through the Thai schools yeah. so so everybody dressed the same you know we all do the same thing and one of my objective, same haircut same haircut and one of the objective that I always have is do not stand out mm. be the same as your friends so you belong you know until until one day um, you know when I when I went continue my education in the United States mm. and they don't have uniform. <laughs> any of those things and even in high school you you can take whatever you want and you went to texas right yeah i went to texas yeah. so so it's like everything's different so you can be yourself you can reinvent yourself so i i decide i i would say i decided to be myself mm. to be to be creative because well i have to be myself because nobody else look like me mm. you know in those school yeah especially in <laughs> texas right 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 so i mean it was sort of that rush of choice that pushed you in a creative direction right right and when you make that conscious choice that you want to be more creative you start seeing things more creatively you start to put yourself in the way that will actually nurture your creativity such as what 
such as okay, let's say you want to be more creative and you you say I want to see um, art differently. Okay. So you start to go to art museum, you start to go to the shopping center, but you don't go buy anything. Mm. You just look at display. You start to taking the pictures of something that's weird. But create, but kind of creative, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe the advertising on the bus that's kind of like funny. Yeah. You know, maybe the license plate that like spelled out some, um, you know, strange things or, yeah, those kind of things. So, okay. so you start to see things because you decide that those are your things. And so you start to just sort of see it in a different light, and that allows right. you to experience it. Right. A you go way. explore more. Yeah. For all those stuff. That's interesting. I, I think it, it really feeds back into the idea of pushing yourself, right? Like you said, you have to choose right. to be creative. In your in your situation, you kind of didn't have a choice though, right? Because you went to Texas <laughs> right. and all of a sudden, no one's wearing a white button-up shirt, no one's wearing blue shorts, and no one's wearing white nanyangs. Right. And you've got to be like, okay, how am I going to be me right. when everyone else is them? Right. And when you are new, everything is so new. Mm. Everything is your new experience. So you start doing, you know, all, all other new things. Um, I joined marching band. I hardly play anything. I, I play piano, so nothing in there that yeah, I Yeah, there's play. no marching. Yeah. Well, in America, we have that, that guitar, guitar keyboard, the guitar, yeah. the guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I joined speech and debate team, and I hardly speak English. Really? Well, yeah, <laughs> but it was fun, you know. That, that's, I, that's a challenge, right? Yeah. That, that's like really pushing yourself to yeah. out of your comfort zone. And I lost most of the time. <laughs> but it's good, you know, it's fun. Yeah, it challenges you, right? Yeah. Now, I mean, those are awesome examples, right? Especially because the time you were at, that age is really an age that you can push yourself to, right. to fail and, and achieve. But what are some common applications? How can someone do that at the office? How ah. can someone take that experience and bring it into an organization, bring it into a business and become more creative. Right. I would say the first thing that you, you must have, you know, when you decide to be more creative in the office is to have the mindset. Yeah. You know, mindset that you don't have to be the same as everybody else. Mm. You don't have to be totally fit in. So so what if everybody wearing white shirt and, and there's no no dress code at all. Mm. You know, you can wear the bright blue with the with the yellow pants, you know, or, or what what are you wearing right now? You know, I just want to describe to the audience. <laughs> you you're wearing green shirt and, and the blue jeans and you look like um Luigi, you know, from, <laughs> Super, from Mario, Mario. Super Mario. And 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 you can do anything and, and you can decorate your your own working space hmm. differently, you know, and and you can talk differently to the people. You can start going out and eat with, uh, you may be in accounting, you could start hanging around with the marketing people. No, or but but we're, not people. Telling, we're not telling yeah, accountants not, to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well you, can, you can do anything. There's so many ways to do it. Just to start, to sort of plant the seeds of creativity. Right, right. You just, the thing is that you do, you do not know what's going to make you more creative. Okay? You, you do not know where's your idea going to come from. So you have to explore yourself. Hmm. You have to start taking different paths to work, you know, maybe eat different things hmm. and all Expose those things. Expose yourself to new experiences. Expose yourself to, to different things, yeah. right. And, and that's how you, you start with the creativity. Right. Now, as that percolates up and you start to really develop 
these new experiences. You start to push your boundaries. Mm-hmm. How do you take those creative skills further? Well, you can. The thing is that if if you only have the stuff in your system, yeah. but you didn't let it out, you know. If, now you need to find that expression. Right. You have to find the expression. Uh, let's say that your boss say, "Oh, you know what? We need to redesign uh, our employee handbook." Let's say you in HR. Okay. Mm. Redesign the the new employee handbook, and you could be that person who raise your hands and say, "I'm gonna do it," and uh, in apprentices, I'm gonna do it in the way that nobody else has done before. Mm. You know, and you start to um, designing new ways, maybe putting infographic in there instead of just regular stuff. Maybe uh, your your employee handbook can be pop up stuff. You know, What, changing whatever changing things. Yeah. yeah. And, and drawing on those new experiences that you've exposed exposed yourself to. Right. What what you ultimately want to build for yourself is what we call creative fluency. Creative fluency. What's fluency, that? Fluency, which means that you are able to think fast and and think original. Okay. Because because a lot of times when you when you sit around with your friends and you say you know what we need some new things, and and it's like everybody just looking at. Each other on the face and say, "You got anything? Oh, I don't get anything. Ah, let's go to lunch." You know. Yeah. But creative fluency is means that you're able to, you know, come up with a new idea all the time. Okay. You know, on the spot. And and if you if you have a lot of things in your head, you pull it out just like library. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because you kept all those experiences you have in your head. Mm. You know, if if it's actually make interested in you that that you interested in them you keep it in your head mm-hmm. okay and if you capture it it would be even better capture it just says like taking pictures write it down and all those things and you pull all those out so fast and so new that people say whoa you know i never think of that that's the creative fluency a, a lot of times in my work that's something we refer to as sort of flow state yeah yeah that you get into the, this state of flow and that allows you to sort of really be creative and have deep focus on your work. And so I, I don't know if the deep focus part comes with, with where you're at, but, you know, that, that sort of flow state is, for me at least, where that, that peak creativity comes from. Right, right. And creativity has different stage, you know. Um, the first stage would be something like you see something, mm. you, you capture it, it got in your head or got in your notebook, and then... I I I'm, I'm not, I I wouldn't say that I have those stages, you know, right, mm. written it down. But I would say that the next one would be contemplating it. Yeah. Think about it. Think about the way you know different ways that you probably can use that this or that. Mm. You know, and when it's time, you draw it out. You know, you 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 make it come out and use it. Mm. Yeah. It's very interesting, and that that whole process of developing and in articulating the creativity, really refining it is. Is very fascinating, especially when we look at it from from a business perspective. Yeah. And I know you've worked with a lot of organizations, a lot of leaders and yeah. businesses. What are some of the common applications you've seen of creativity on that side of the spectrum? Yeah, I I sometimes see it like you know see um, small things mm-hmm. you know that happen. Actually, I would say for the audience, you you can go look around. You see it everywhere. Um, there was one time that I worked with a retail company. And and they have this problem. One of the store have the problem that, you know, on the shelf it piled up so high that they have no idea what's on the top, <laughs> and, and they have to climb up there and look all over. And it's like it's not on this thing. 
you know, <laughs> and they have to climb down, waste so much time. And the store managers thought like, you know what, let's hang the mirror up there. Just, just a small mirror, you know, a size of um, two hands maybe, yeah. you know, and then, and then put the rail on it, you know, well, hang on the rope. And, and then you put, you put the rope at the end. And you can see. And you, and you can pull the mirror around and you can see he was on the top. Oh, smart. And, and it's like so easy. Very and creative. And so creative. Very yeah. creative. You can do that. You know, you, you, you can use that in, in there. Um, if you look around, you will see it everywhere. The way the people design, design stuff, design the products. Mm. The way the people talk to you via advertising. You know, the un- all the unconventional way that you've never seen it before. Like, like okay, there was one thing that I really liked. There was a billboard uh, on the expressway yeah. uh, about the spray that chew away the, the jingjok, you know, the, the house lizard. Yeah. And, and it's like, usually nobody care about that spray, you mm. know. But they say, like, um, all the people that are afraid of the house lizard, you know, all mm. the people that are afraid of the jingjok are all good-looking people. <laughs> and then they say that, oh, that is so creative, you know, but but it 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 took your attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Capture your attention. There was a, a, I love Thai advertisements. I, yeah. actually, I think Thai advertisements are, are some of the best in yeah. the world. Very creative. Uh, one of my my favorites was for one of those uh, peppermint inhalers <laughs> that uh is supposed to, like, refresh you. Yeah. Uh, clear your nostrils out and... uh and uh, there was this guy on a date, and he kept doing the wrong things. Uh-huh. And uh, they kept the, there was an elevator guy behind him. Oh, that kept, one, that yeah, one, yeah. Kept going down until they got to like the the bottom. And then they went below the bottom, yeah. and he gave the uh, the girl the inhaler, and it yeah. like it solved the situation. Everything cooled down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I think some of those are really good. There's sometimes it goes wrong though. There was one of my favorite examples from the U.S., yeah. and this was. Probably in the uh, mid two thousands, mm. or yeah, almost twenty ten maybe, and a movie came out for a cartoon called Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which was an it's an adult cartoon from uh, and they made a feature length movie out of it, <laughs> and there were these two characters called the Moonanites, which were like eight bit looking characters, <laughs> and someone made like a LED versions of these lights, and they were uh, hanging them all over the city of Boston. Uh. And someone thought they were bombs, and so, <laughs> and uh, so they sent uh, they sent the bomb squad from Boston PD in to explode these things. And I remember watching it live on the news and being like, "No, that's the Moonanites." <laughs> and it turned out that the production studio hired these guys to make them and hang them around the city as what they call guerrilla marketing. Yeah. However, they didn't anticipate that they would be construed as bombs. <laughs> and I actually had a friend; he ended up able to get one of the only remaining ones that wasn't exploded because he got to it before the police <laughs> and he had it for years he probably still has it in his room somewhere <laughs> that's funny yeah but you know so, uh, sometimes that type of stuff goes bad so you have yeah. to you know think out test but, your ideas before you implement but i would say that's good though because, yeah. because you got the free publicity oh yeah yeah and and the thing is that i i like it that those guy are not thinking about the mistake that would have happened mm. because because I would say that's one of the enemy of the of the creativity is that you you think too much and would say that what could have gone wrong overthinking kills yeah it. overthinking and it's like so what 
If it's gone wrong, then it's gone wrong. Oh, that's true. I yes, but you don't. Like, those guys end up going to jail. Oh, <laughs> you know, they, they got, okay. They, they it ended up being just a fine they paid, but they did get they had to turn themselves into the police. It was a big deal. Yeah, but then you have to you have to think how wrong could have gone wrong. Like if it if it hurts some people, you yeah. know, then maybe you shouldn't. Oh yeah, yeah no, it didn't hurt anyone, but it yeah. definitely caused a uh, a disturbance to the city <laughs> as a whole. You know, it, it's interesting though to think that overthinking is. Mm-hmm. Uh, enemy to creativity in this yeah. sense because you know you want to put the thought in you want to spend the time to develop right. the idea but li- like you said you don't want to overthink it at least not initially right right i'm sure there's a time where over where thinking about it a little bit more in depth becomes a benefit right 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 and then the thing is that what, what i'm saying about overthinking is that being an expert sometimes hurt you mm. because because being an expert you say oh this, this wouldn't work you know um, oh, I tried this before and all those kind of things. And, and it stopped people from, from going forward. You know? mm. So, so I, I would say that sometimes you have to put, put that aside. Are there certain type of problems in business or in mm-hmm. leadership that lend themselves more to a creative approach than others? Um, I, w- I would say most of the problem can, can lend itself to a creative approach. Except accounting problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that, okay, if your problem... It's more like the problem that it cannot be solved logically. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what we call the complex problem, um, such as um, how can you get uh, people's attention? How can you make people um, attend this or that? You know, how, how can you make people buy the stuff that usually people don't think of? Those, those, those can be kind of thing, mm. you know. That, like the lizard that ad. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So trying to find a place where you're looking for something new, you need a new approach. Creativity right. is perfect. Right. And, and the thing is that creativity needs challenges, okay? It, it cannot just, um, without challenges. What, what do you mean by challenges? Challenges mean, um, you know, either it's a problem that nobody else has solved before. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you, you need a challenge to really implement creativity. Yeah, again. yeah, so, to okay. implement it. Or, or you, you actually can, um, you know, propose the, the challenges itself. You can impose it. Mm. Like um, you say, you know, people have done this for many times. Can I do it differently? Mm. Or better. Yeah, or better. But I, I would say better is the word that people usually ma- make people tripped okay. on, on creativity. Because better, better implies that you have to have certain kind of quality. Mm. But creativity, I would say, differently. You know, Definitely. it's not good or bad, just different. The old stuff might be good, but hey, how about this? Yeah, do it different. Not yeah. better, different. Not better, different. It's really fascinating. Now, I, we got to wrap up, Charlie, but before we do, I want to ask you, for someone who's listening right now, right, and they want to start to become more creative, they want right. to take that step, right? They're going to take that first step, open the book. They want to become more creative. What can they do today? Right. They finish listening to this podcast. What can they go and do to be more creative today? Right. I would say, okay, let's say you decided already to be more creative, mm-hmm. okay? Um, the thing is that you have to try to do new things. Um, I, I've been reading the book by uh, Dr. Robert Epstein, mm-hmm. who's talking about um, creative habits. You can change your habits to be more creative. Mm-hmm. You can go do, uh, capturing things when you see something creative. You capture it, take pictures, or whatever comes through your brains, you record it, that kind of thing. Uh, or you can challenge yourself, you know, find more challenge that you will say, hey, 
you know, I want to solve this kind of thing creatively. You can broaden your perspective. You can go to you go, go out to the museum, go out to you know floating market, go out to wherever that you never never done before. Mm. Um, you're waiting for the dentist instead of going on your phone. Read the magazine. See what's in there. Maybe there's some weird stuff in there, you know, that you might like. You can surround yourself with creativities. You know, have uh, some poster that you know bring out your inspiration, or or have you know those little toys, mm. you know, that you can play with and and you know would jog your 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 creativity. So new experiences. New experiences. Look at things in a new way. Right, right. Yeah. Explore. You have to explore. That's that's the that's the keyword for creativity. The thing is that when you need creativity and you don't have it, you don't have this creative flu- fluency. It's too late. You have to build this creativity. You know, mm-hmm. you have to build it before you need it. Yeah. So that when you need it, the flow will come out. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can pull it out and use it right away. Awesome, Charlie. Thank you so much for taking the time talking today. Thank you very much, Dana. You've been listening to the Lead by Design podcast, brought to you by SEAC's Contextualized Solutions. To find out more and to get exclusive supplemental content for this episode, check us out at seasiacenter.com slash cs.